Welcome back. I'm Jeff MacArthur. Candace Bergen is the new interim leader of the Federal Conservative Party. This, of course, after a dramatic vote yesterday that saw Aaron O'Toole ousted as leader. Lori Turnbull is with the Political Science Department at Dalhousie University and joins us now for more on this continuing story. Lori, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Uh, as the smoke begins to clear a little bit here, do we have a better idea as to what exactly did Aaron O'Toole in? I think it was a few things. Like, I mean, I think he made some decisions as the leader that didn't go over well with the caucus. MPs wanted to be consulted more on things. They felt that he was flip-flopping around. Um, that, you know, maybe he went too, too moderate. It was too much of a, an attempt to go progressive in the election, and it didn't really pan out. And so then there was a sense that, okay, you know, next. But um, I think there's broader issues, too. This isn't just about Aaron O'Toole, not at all. This is about whether or not the party is governable by any leader. And so, yeah, like, I think that's what they're, that's what the big question is going to be going forward. Okay, well, let me ask you, what, if anything, does the selection of Candace Bergen as interim leader, what does that tell us about the Conservative Party, the direction of the party? I think it tell, tells us, to be honest, a limited amount, regardless of what her own personal opinions are. Like, on the one hand, I think she comes across as a stable choice in the sense that she's, um, she's been there a long time. She's, she's had a lot of experience in question periods. She's someone who is articulate. She's, she's used to the, the reality of being an MP. She's used to life on the Hill, like in terms of being an interim leader, which is really about the caucus, you know, like she's in some way, she's an obvious choice. On the other hand, she's shown uh, some, I don't know what the right word is, but like support, empathy, um, you know, connection with the, the demonstrations on Parliament Hill. She has you know, shown that she has time and space for that part of the party, which if she weren't you know, an interim would tell us a lot, I think, about where the party is going. But to be honest, I think her own like her space to put her own stamp on the party, I think is going to be quite limited, given the fact that this is going to be a pretty short exercise for her. Yeah, because we expect a convention, which uh, I think was scheduled for 2023. That more than likely, do you think uh, that has to be moved up now by the conservatives since they're looking for a full time leader? That's what I heard, that they're hoping to keep this, like, to kind of turn it around in six months, which is super fast, if you ask me. Like, you know, if the party does need some time to rebuild, I, I, on some level, it's, it might make more sense to stretch that out. On the other hand, it's a minority government situation. And so if they're thinking they have no control over the timing of an election, I get why they're not going to say, yeah, we're going to stick with this for a while and <laughs> see what happens. Like, they don't really have that luxury. When you talk about uh, Bergen not maybe being able to put a stamp uh, on the party, do you believe, I mean, traditionally, if you're interim leader, you do not run for the leadership uh, of the party. Does this tell us that uh, she won't be running? So I've, I, I need, I, I think the case is that if she's interim, she can't run. That's what I've been told, that she's not, she, like she's kind of self-selected out. They're not going to give an opportunity for the interim person to run for the, like the quote unquote real job. And so I guess she's decided that's not the thing she wants to do. And it's going to be interesting to see who does run. Like Ronna Ambrose, James Moore both said yesterday they weren't going to. There could be some people like Carolyn Mulrooney, you know, from, uh, you know, people who, who ran against Doug Ford and lost. There could be some, some opportunity for that. And it'll be interesting to see, too, whether or not um, someone like Pierre Polyev, who I think has floated some trial balloons for sure, you know, see whether any of that gets traction. You know, I think a lot of people are uh, wondering again as the smoke starts to clear here, Laurie, are the Conservatives today, are they in a better position than they were uh, yesterday or several weeks ago with uh, O'Toole out now? Or do you think, uh, again, if this is a bit of a protracted, 
you know, uh, search for a new leader, uh, six months, uh, you know, a lot can happen, as we know, within six months, uh, half a year when it comes to anything in life, particularly uh, politics. But uh, uh, are the conservatives, are they in a state of flux uh, right now? Or is the thought or the feeling that uh, maybe they're, they're better positioned right now moving forward? To be honest, I don't think they're better positioned. I think um, that ultimately, although there was a number of factors contributing to what happened yesterday, I think the truth is there are people in the party who say they need to swing more right. There are people in the party who think they need to swing more moderate and progressive. Aaron O'Toole tried to do that. I think his, his tactics and strategies in some cases were lacking, and that's one of the reasons this all blew up. But he did try to create a path forward, you know, like it or not, for the party that was more mainstream, that was more, you know, plucking the threads of what a lot of Canadians are concerned about. That didn't play well with a lot of people in his party. A lot of people voted conservative. Most people voted, sorry, not most, let me take that back. More people voted conservative than liberal, but he's not getting any credit for that. And I, I understand that the election is about who gets the most seats, not who gets the most votes, but still, it's not like the conservatives crashed and burned or something. And so, mm-hmm. you know, he had a base to work with there. But if this is the point where, you know, they have now ditched the guy who wanted to pull to the, to the moderate and the next, the next leader is going to be somebody who doesn't want to make that compromise. It's going to be somebody who's more eager to learn left, to lean right. Then oh. what happens, right? Like what happens to the party at that point? Well, we will continue to watch this uh, play out with uh, lots of interest, needless to say. Lori, really appreciate the time and the analysis. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, too. All right. Lori Turnbull is with the Political Science Department at Dalhousie University. And point well made there about uh, O'Toole and uh, the votes that he did to receive in that uh, last election. And kind of interesting, maybe a statement on our uh, times where, you know, we want satisfaction and we want it now, immediate uh, satisfaction, because uh, a lot of uh, leaders, of course, uh, don't get one. They get two, maybe even three elections, uh, a chance to win power for their party. But uh, for Aaron O'Toole, it was one and done with the conservatives. And we're back after this. Stay with us. You're listening to The Jeff McCarthy Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.